Good evening, good morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, welcome to How C Production Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. We are located at um, 231 6th Avenue, down south here in the big city of Beatrice, Alabama. We got a very interesting program for you. Uh, it's entitled, um, What's Going On? on Playing for Change, songs from around the world, as well as some interesting uh, political information for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about an article by Magdalene Zire and John Fabian Witt. It was released March the 18th, 2021, about 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, it's for the items entitled, uh, Made from a Historic Perspective, uh, for 100 years, the filibuster has been used to deny black rights the most significant impact on the Senate supermajority rule. Um, ever since uh, um, Kamala Harris, the vice president, Kay Harris, and uh, Joe Biden became president, things have been moving at a pace that uh, our white GOP or our other party don't like. Uh, simmering debate on the future of filibusters has increased now that President Biden has endorsed proposals to force senators who filibuster to hold the Senate floor in their hopes that the exhausting ritual will diminish the number of filibusters obstructing legislation. Um, in the hopes that a, the exhaustion ritual would diminish the number of filibusters obstructing legislation. legislation. Hold on just a minute. We are going to our, our headphones just for a minute here, and we are going to cut off. Okay. Uh, okay, we are going to cut off our... Um, Monitors here in the studio. Cut the monitors off in the studio as we continue here on How C Production Gospel Blog Talk Radio. We're going to bring up our recorded volume. We're going to go back to our recorder in the studio. There, that's the. Um, we're going to turn on this. No, let's keep that one off because. My wife is working next door in the kitchen, and with them these condenser mics in the radio station, and I don't have my walls sealed with those pads to make everything real quiet. Like um, that becomes a problem because it picks up everything she's doing next door. Anyway, the stakes are high, given that a voting rights bill looms in the new future. A voting rights bill, the bill first passed in 1964. That's been a long time. They filibustered that bill for 14 hours to keep it from passing. But even proponents change who points to the filibuster long history of hindering civil rights measure leave out a crucial and gruesome chapter in the making of modern filibusters. Um, the most famous such filibuster was against the Civil Rights Acts of 1964, as we stated before. Opponents of the act filibustered for a record-breaking 
Oh, 60 working days. Millions of Americans watched as CBS Roger Mudd reported live from the steps of the Capitol on white Southern senators' efforts to kill the legislation. There is something that you all need to know in this country, and that is about the GOP and white Americans and the Klan and the history of who America is. America is, we have did some good things, and we have, but God, we are rotten to the core when it comes to that black man in your midst. That's talking about me. And the old N-word and everything else you want to call it, a mulatto, whatever you want to call it. It is something about these white folks in this country when it comes to black folk that they just cannot stomach. And you wonder why. Why all these years, here it is in 2021, folks like Mitch McConnell and folks that, like Johnson and folks, I I don't understand it. Why in the hell don't they just do what is best for all people? It doesn't matter what color they are. Just do what's right. Do what God wants, and that's right. But the modern filibuster, first civil rights fatality, actually occurred decades early in the seating, searing 1922 defeat of the Dyer and anti-lynching bill. Do you know they have hung and bled and died and lynched and blundered and plundered and hung and cut and burned us as black folk for years? And the poor white folks now, don't want you to talk about it. Don't want you to say nothing about it. Oh, man. Black folks ain't going to do, excuse my expression, ain't, 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 ain't going to do y'all like y'all did us. It ain't in us to do stuff like that. That's in you. Every once in a while, a black will go crazy and do some sick stuff when Satan get him wrapped up. But there's something about you white brothers and sisters that you all just can't let go when it comes to black folks. That's just the truth of it. You know it, and I know it. The Senate abandoned on this landmark legislation in the history of anti-black violence is a little remembered today. But it set a path for partisanship and ideology battles in the century since it continues to reverberate, to reverberate in all legal systems. And guess what, y'all? Fox News is the mouthpiece of white America. Donald Trump is the vehicle that they love because he plays to them. He sends that message to them. Why do you think all those folks rioted and there was nothing being done about it except for now they're doing an investigation? But they're not going to do nothing to them. That's the way white America is. They do what they want to. They have been in control. And here's what's taking place. Here's the change that's going to be rubbing all of us. Every color of skin in the world has had a chance to run the world. And every color of skin in the world has screwed it up. You know why? Is because it is evil. Human beings are evil. God says ain't no good in us. Our tongues has asps that like poison. Just like I'm talking here now. 
You don't want to hear what I've got to say because the truth burns to your soul. Lynch mobs murders more than 4,000 black people between the end of Reconstruction and the middle of the 20th century. Activists such as Ida B. Wells and organizations such as the NWCB worked to expose the savage of lynching to debunk the pervasive myth that lynch mob avenged the rape of white women and revived public and legislative concern for black lives for the first time since the retreat from destruction. Anti-black violence has risen to to grim peaks during the horrific red summer of 1919. The deadliest race riot erupted in Elaine, Arkansas, where 500 heavily armed soldiers, local law enforcement, and white vigilante killed hundreds of black sharecroppers who had dared to join forces in the sale of the year's valuable cotton crop. Just to help sell a product that they had raised themselves. Lord have mercy, white America, when are you going to realize how sick you were and some of you are still as sick as you were? Right now, March the 21st, 2021. Resurrecting the GOP history as the party of Lincoln and Reconstruction, a contingent of liberal Republicans renewed what had been a sporadic push for anti-lynching legislation. Representatives. Leonardus Dyer, Republican of Montana, I don't know, Republican of MO, I don't know which one that is, Montana, Missouri, which one, it must be Montana. Anti-lynching proposal was the most ambitious to date. The bill would have empowered the federal government to prosecute prosecute private actors who participated in lynching in, in five counties that failed to prevent the violence. In the wake of a Republican electoral sweep in 1920, Dyer garnered support from his House colleagues and Senate Judicial Committee, President Warren G. Harding, sending to offer support to even if lukewarm. The Dyer bill passed in the House on January 26, 1922. The NAACP, barely a decade old, claimed the passage as a great legislature legislative victory. Despite this substantial backing, the bill immediately died, ultimately died a procedure death at the hands of filibuster, 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 I say again, filibuster, led by Southern Democrats, Southern Democrats. Indeed, the dry bill, drama inaugurated a new era ushered in a new era, the legislative tactic. Filibusters had been largely ineffective until the 1880s when politicians from both sides of the aisle began to use them successfully to delay or amend disfavored legislation. White Southerners in particular saw the tactical utility of the maneuver to invoke it to block a voting right bill in 1891. To block a voting rights bill in 1891. This is 2021, guys. 1891, they used it to block a voting rights bill. This is 2021. This just didn't start. You white brothers, y'all are something else. But after anti militants led by Senator Robert Lee, 
for that of Wisconsin and used the filibuster to block President Woodrow Wilson's proposal to arm merchant ships against Germany. U-boats attacked World War I. The Senate moved to adopt a new parliamentary policy, the Rule of Closure. Adopted in 1917, enabled two-thirds vote to close debate and overcome the antics of determined minority. Closure means when you're having a debate on the issue, and um, they just don't want to go on and on and on and on forever, which the filibuster facilitates that it go on and on and on because all this one finish another step up, one finish another step up, we go on. That's how they got that 60 days in there. Uh, closure mean to close it, close debate. All right, close debate. Call for a close of debate and boom, you vote and close debate. That's all to it. The Dyer Bill put the new closure mechanism to its first great test. For the first time, noted the Washington Post, filibuster frankly avowed that they were filibustering. The New York Times explained the novelty of the Dyer Bill blockade. Never has a Senate so openly advertised the importance in which it is reduced by its antiquated rules of procedure. Antiquated, that means antique, old. Small-time newspapers shared the Post and Times surprise at the filibuster method. A Sumter, South Carolina paper chronicalized what Senator A's had dubbed the most scientifically conducted filibuster. The Dyer Bill filibusters were highly theoretic, theoretic, not theoretic, in other words, acting and clowning, whatever it is you want to call it, just like going to a theater. They had fun with it. Senators schemed and strategized to delay the debate, stretching routine parliamentary procedures into lengthy ordeals. Members read stacks of books, pamphlets, and newspapers to their colleagues sometime as long as eight hours in papers Across the country, the public expressed a common shock that a single procedural rule could prevent legislative body from legislating. Mitch McConnell knows this well. That's why he's talking about what's going on. But I must say this. It might get their asses to begin to work with each other if you eliminate that filibuster crap. That's my opinion. Ultimately, the new closure rule failed to rescue anti-lynching legislation. Ultimately, the new closure rule failed to rescue anti-lynching legislation. Can you imagine folks talking against hanging and killing black folks and burning them and having picnics with them as they die? Can you imagine that? How sick were these white people? How sick you all were? And you don't you you don't want nobody to talk about that now. In twenty twenty one, like I said, ain't no black folk gonna do y'all like that. God got something for all of us, and believe me, He got something for you and me. Sin is sin; it doesn't matter where it come from. God's got it; He's gonna take care of it. William Bohr of Idaho refused to vote to invoke closure, citing the objection to the bill's constitutionality. There we go with that word constitution. That was written for white folks. Black folks wasn't even written in it. 
No women. <laughs> that was for white folk. In truth, the policy, in truth, the party had been preparing for the bill's defeat from the beginning. Committed reformers like Dyer, aside, many Republicans had supported the bill to court black voters in the November midterm election. Years later, a cynical board would brag to W.E. Du Bois that the Dyer bill fiasco had been one of the finest illustrations of how we played politics with the Negro that I knew of. Played politics with us. And guess what? Still playing politics with us. And all you folks talking about you are not going to vote because your vote don't comp- don't matter. That's sick. You just as sick as the white folks that was hanging and burning and killing you years ago and that is still conniving to deny you rights now. Look at the, you know, nearly 150, some 200 different legislators that have been put in place since Biden, be, uh, since Biden became president and Harris because Harris stands a chance of becoming the first woman president and the fact that uh, 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 um, um, Trump lost the election. Why do you think all this crap is going on? That's because scared-ass white folks. Civil rights leaders seated the end of a sleep magazine commented, bitter, commented, commented bitterly that the bill was not killed by a majority vote, by, but was lynched. But was lynched. Remember that word? Know about that word, black folks? Stevenson has got a fine building up there in Montgomery showing all how we were done by your white brothers and sisters or by my white brothers and sisters, by our white brothers and sisters. Charged that responsibility for the bill's collapse rested equally with the, the uh, Weldon Johnson charged that responsibility for the bill collapse rested equally with the Republican majority as with the lynching tactics of the Democrats. The filibuster he continued was an license to mob, to lynch, unmolested. And in fact, in the eight days following the bill collapse, vigilantes lynched another four black Americans. <laughs> Sound like they were celebrating. I'm adding that now. That's not in the article. In defeating the bill, dire bill, Southern Democrats honed the filibuster as a weapon against civil rights reform. Many of the Southern white senators filibustered again in the 1930s to block the Costigian Wager Anti-Lynching Act, even though this time the bill sponsors were members of Southerners' own party, of the Southerners' own party. They are still killing us in the 1930s like rabbits in the field. Birds on flight. Shoot them black. Such early obstructions proved to be rehearsals for the 1964 and other civil rights showdown. Senator Strong Thurmond. Remember Strong Thurmond? Republican from South Carolina. Spoke for a record 24 hours to stall the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1957. You need to check that now. Make sure that's true. But Strong Thurmond filibustered for a long time. The version of the act eventually exceeded for significant watered-down lacking critical enforcement provision, even as recently as last year. 
Senator Ron Paul. That's another snake in the grass. Senator Ron Paul. Man, you know what? God has blessed us so much and given us so much power and different things and so much wisdom and understanding. It is difficult not to speak against Ron Paul. I said snake in the grass. That's what I was called when I was fighting for local black schools here and may have an equal and better facilities as a young person coming out of the military here in Beatrice, Alabama. The principal called me that snake in the grass because I snoking, snuck into the school like a snake in the grass, took pictures, and then I wrote articles and sent them to the newspaper with pictures. That's just a little added. Even adventures last, last even the recently as last year, back to Senator Ron Paul, now Republican of Kentucky. Look at that, there. Republican. Conducted a one-man blockade against the 21st century attempt to enact a new version of the federal anti-lynching law. The House first passed a century ago. Look at that crap. The Dyer Bill exposed also shaped civil rights advocates' stress strategies in the country to come. The failure of key Republicans to fight the filibuster was an early sign that the party would abandon its historic civil rights platform, leading a small but important contingent of black Americans to lead the party. In the 1924 presidential campaign, influential black leaders threw their support to L.A. Follette, the Progressive Party candidate, Faithfully, the experience of failure in the electoral arena also turned civil rights politics away from legislation toward the court. A few months after the Dyer Bill failed in the Senate, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the outrageous criminal conviction of a black defendant in a case arising out of Elaine Massacre. No whites had been prosecuted. The court seemed poised to do what Congress would not. Don't get your hopes up high. Don't get your hopes up high. This is 1924. For decades thereafter, organizations such as the NAACP, NAACP would take the lessons to heart for better or for worse. On one hand, the shift in strategy led to Brown versus the Board of Education, the ruling that mandatory segregation was illegal. On the other hand, illegal institution in which civil rights advocates invested their energies would also prove woefully inadequate in delivering racial equality in the United States. The first modern filibuster transformed a procedural tactic into a powerful tool for entrenching white supremacy and thwarting progress. Critics at the time angrily and correctly labeled the stagnates of 1922 legislation the do-nothing Congress, have you heard that before? The do-nothing Congress. The do-nothing Congress. Remember President Barack Obama? They blocked every move he made except for what they wanted done. My wife often tells me that the thing about white folks, they let you get in power to show you that they still have power over you. <laughs> no, that must be America. The do-nothing Congress, when assisting their their fealty to the filibuster today, senators from both parties should be wary of earning the same epithet. Oh, man. (laughs) 
A few comments. Fifteen of them, in fact. Let's see, can I get all of them? I don't know. I may be able to see a few of them. Uh, Magdalene Zyre is a Knight Hennessy Scholar at Stanford University. Um, at Stanford University. Let's go back up here for a minute. Um, I was trying to get that to reveal the comments. So we're going to uh, see, can we do that? Uh, okay. Let's stay focused here. We're in the studio. This is on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. It's about 2.30 in Alabama. The weather is good outside. They say it's going to be some rain coming. I don't know, but uh, that's good, too. The garden's looking good. But anyway, let's get back to Magdalene Zara. Is the Knight Hennessy, a Knight Hennessy scholar at Stanford University pursuing a J.D. and a uh, doctor's in history? I'm going to follow her, see where she's going. Jim Witt, these are the artists of this article that I just read from with my thoughts interjected into it. John Fabian Witt, the Duffy Professor at Law of Professor of History and head of Davenport College at Yale University, is writing a history of the 1920 Progressive Foundation known as the Garland Fund. Let's see if I follow her. We're clicking on follow that's the thing about down here in Alabama and all across the South. The Internet and Wi-Fi is atrocious. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, it is like real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm trying to follow them on uh, Twitter and follow him as well on Twitter. Okay. We hope you enjoyed that article. Um, you can go to uh, the WashingtonPost.com, Outlook 2021-0318-100. Your filibusters has been used to deny black rights. You should be able to find it. You should be able to find it. And it's just a reminder you. Uh, it goes all the way back to the Voting Rights Bill in 1891. They didn't just start. They've been doing it for a long time. That's what white folks do. And guess what? Mr. McConnell well knows it. I'm going to click follow for, for Jim Fabian DeWitt. Okay. Oh, and while I'm over on Facebook, I got a notification. Let's see what it says here. New Twitter notification. This is from a... Uh, foreigner uh, from from uh, Japan okay let's see what it says I hope I can read it oh it's all in Japanese I can't read it all I know he's following me mm. let's see can I um, do 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 I wanted to translate Translate. The best traveler in the world, hitchhiking. Oh, this is about hitchhiking. Documented that emotion shows the one thumb shake violent human drama without struggling along against the earth. Travel funds are earned on the streets of the world until traveling a 200 country return, 200 now 100 westbound hitchhiking from his home in Japan and landing 
only completely around the globe, north eastward toward the world. He's a hitchhiker. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of that's a story. God bless him. Keep him safe too, God will. Some sick folks out there. Now that uh here's another thing. What um American whites have been doing to black folks for years, they have did it to every color of skin in the world. Every Oh, by the way, there's only two types of people in the world. There are Jews and there are Gentiles. White folks are Gentiles. White folks also are Jews. God's chosen people. But the, the truth of the matter is, I go back to this. Everybody had a chance to run the world. Everybody has had a chance to run the world. There ain't nobody else to run it. You white folks are the last ones. And you're going to fail too. In fact, you're going to be running it when, when God return, when Jesus returns. <laughs> hey, hey. In other words, God going to catch y'all with y'all hand in the cookie jar. Anyway, God's going to catch all of us with our hands in the cookie jar. I'm going to go to some music here, uh, and we hope that you uh, enjoy it as well as we uh, play some more music for you. Uh, we're going to go back to our uh, recording here on, um, we've been talking for about 30 minutes. That's pretty good. Let's go ahead and play some music for you. What's going on, playing for change, songs from around the world. From House of Broken Gospel Block Talk Radio. This was recorded in October the 6th of 2019 when we uploaded this. And there is a website, um, Playing for Change. Look for it on the um, web. Uh, click on to Google or any search engine and type in Playing for Change. They have some unique music from all over the world. You're listening to House of Gospel Blog Talk Radio, a special Sunday afternoon broadcast for you. What's going on? Playing for Chains from Songs from Around the World and an update on the famous filibuster. I hope that uh, Mitch McConnell and all of the fellows there in Washington, D.C., uh, with President Biden and his staff and all of them, decide to offer pro or con that Joe Biden eliminate the filibuster, put it death, put to death the evil weapon. Anyway, even if it, whatever they do with it, white folks going to find another way to do just what they've been doing because it's in them. It's just in them. Stay with me. Hi, I'm Randy, and this is Dave. We're the founders of Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So comfortable, we sold and donated millions of pairs. To sell and donate a lot of socks, we became obsessed with comfort. We reinvented the sock from the ground up, adding comfort innovations along the way. It worked. People tried them, loved them, told their friends about them. Helping us sell and donate millions of pairs. Try them now at bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy. Love Talk Radio. Love. There is a um, series on Facebook called Playing for Change and has some beautiful and powerful music. 
It's artists from all over the world um, playing um, beautiful, powerful music with different sounds and different genres. It is powerful. Playing for Change. At Playing for Change, our mission is to inspire and connect the world through music proving that despite our differences, I say again, in spite of our, despite our differences, we are always stronger together. We invite you to support our work and enjoy free music downloads and unreleased videos. Join the support as a um, PFC member at http dot slash bit dot ly slash join and support PFC. Enjoy. You're listening to Housey Black and Gospel Blog Talk Radio, playing for change on Housey Black and Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. Baby, 
in your life, at some point you're going to need somebody to stand by you.
thank you.
So 
Africa, Mr. Sira, and Mr. Merman Musengo Kenko Senki from the Congo. Voila.
guys have fun? This is amazing. Here we go.
For the last um, two hours and 50 minutes or so, you've been listening to Playing for Change here on House Secret Gospel Blog Talk Radio. This was recorded and uploaded to uh, our Blog Talk Radio platform some time ago. And we thank you for listening here at House Student Gospel Blog Talk Radio on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. We hope you'll enjoy it. If you want to hear more of this, send us an email to freddychoward at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet under the hashtag H-O-W-C-E-E, where we play all styles of music and we minister to the whole man. As we continue here and we close in on three hours, we really want to thank you. You can give us a call at uh, area code 251-362-1935. We are from the big city of Beatrice, Alabama, down south. A whole population of about 300 people. We operate a home radio recording studio and broadcast station where we broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. You can also find us on Mixcloud, Reverb Nation, uh, even uh, MySpace. Remember MySpace? We are still there on MySpace. More coming your way here on House of Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, located at 231 6th Avenue, down south here in the big city of Beatrice, Alabama. You want to advertise with us? Send us uh, your MP3, your file, whatever you want to, and uh, we won't charge you no more than $7. No more than $7. That's all. One minute, two minutes, three minutes, whatever. Up to five minutes. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to talk about. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You want to talk about your business. You got a car business. You got a truck business. You got a mechanic business. You got an art business. Whatever type of business you got. You got an art business. You got a thrift shop. You got a pawn shop. You got whatever type of business you got. You're a writer. You're a musician. You want your music played. And if you're playing gospel music, we won't charge you anything at all. But... We thank you for being a part of House Children Gospel Blog Talk Radio. More coming your way here on House Children Gospel Blog Talk Radio. As they say, we're located down south in the big city of Beatrice, Alabama. We hope you enjoy. We've got about seven minutes to go. this song to all the people from Kirina, especially to the elders who accept us to be staying here under these mango trees and playing music because I think everything did a start from here. It's a great place to be. All of the people you are seeing around us are musicians or fam- from families of musicians.
As we close in on the end of this broadcast, I'm reminded by that music that uh, the people from across the border there in Mexico and Palo Canal and Guadalcamara, all those places across there, come here looking for ways to make a living. And they come here to harvest the food for the tables of Americans and for grocery stores in America because we don't do that anymore. But yet and still, we want to deny those folks coming here just to make a living and harvest food for our tables. But granted, there are elements among those that are not good. But God is still in control. You remember when God told his people to leave something in the field? Don't harvest everything for the weary traveler. How to welcome the ones from other countries here. God hasn't changed, but we have changed. We are playing music for change. Change hearts. To impact souls in this country we call America. We don't have much time. Each individual have a choice to make. 
Let God be the choice for you. On behalf of all of us here at House of Gospel, playing for change. Get ready, for change is coming with you or without you. Take care now. See you next time on House of Gospel, Blog Talk Radio.